welcome to Monday Morning Coffee with Inside the Firm. Each week, our hosts will be interviewing local, regional, and national business leaders to give you an inside peek into how they lead their business to success in the ever-competitive business climate. Welcome to Monday Morning Coffee with Inside the Firm. Today, I have a very special guest. Michael McGruch is an Austrian Dash Californian multimedia artist, self-taught author, and creativity awareness educator with a unique perspective shaped by his neurodiverse upbringing. Michael explores hidden context to bring awareness-based solutions in leadership, communication, and creativity. He emphasizes the values of creativity, healthy dialogue, and adaptability as inherent human superpowers using urging their prioritization in all systems. Michael's work extends beyond art products highlighting the limitless potential of creativity to unite humanity and elevate human potential. Michael, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you for having me, Lance. Uh, yeah, I, I, you uh, look a little stunned by that intro, but that's all you, bud. Uh, that's why I had you on the show, because you are a creative. Uh, I'm a creative. Uh, many of on the show are creatives. Uh, our audience is largely designers. Yep. So yep. Uh, that you know, I'm really interested to unpack a lot of the, a lot of the things you talk about on on your bio with uh, creativity, art, all of that. But before mm -hmm. we get into that, tell us how you got here. Are you from a family of entrepreneurs? Are you the first? Where does that drive? Uh, entrepreneurs, from? yeah, yeah. As a nothing creative, uh, my 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 parents were uh, fine uh, fine meats like boar's heads, you know, in in Austria, Vienna, mm -hmm. had restaurants and nothing and i'm still you know have to support every time i need to support myself i have to do hospitality as a creative you know how it is yeah uh, and um yeah I, I i i'm i became what i am because i couldn't fit into any system so i have zero education zero education like later i had to repeat grades oh wow i had to repeat grades but in in europe you you have to stay you're, you're mm -hmm. not going to hold with so i had to repeat i think uh six fifth sixth grade seventh grade i mm -hmm. had to repeat those so you know how that feels when you are the tall big big jump uh and um yeah and and that actually forced me because you know our intuition is is survival it's it's the survival is you know you bite your hand off to survive and um and I was uh, finding my solace in uh, in art, art creation, particularly. I, I sold tapes out of my car. I was a DJ. I was a fashion show producer, advertising, uh, television, early television, digital, uh, and and so on and so forth. And then I moved when I was twenty, what twenty to America because it was too, too systemic in Europe. And forty years ago, it was easier here you know oh, it's yeah. now getting the same all over because we're all connected to the internet and all the rules and regulations become kind of similar you know yeah which which is a bummer for sure because i think as creatives and artists we always uh i feel like we're natural contrarians um yeah. we try to buck the system in that kind of way um let's talk about creativity um, okay. you, you said at one point I was looking at, you know, researching you ahead of this, uh, podcast and something about, you know, why we don't know anything about art and creativity. Why is it a mystery? Oh, because, because, and this is what, this was the uh, pivotal point for me, you know, also to feel good being a human and being alive, 
and that was at, like after 50. So um, uh, I was so worried about, I said, here, art is saving my life, is is making me a human. And, you know, I know a lot of other lessons, hear a film, see a movie, and don't kill themselves, you know? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So, so here, art and creativity is saving our lives. When we are in the artist community, there is a blueprint for humanity, which we totally are blind to. Uh, I was blind to it. Uh, you know, there's, it's not about gender. It's not about race. It's not about where you come from. If you can play that role in that theater piece or you can paint or you can do this, you are part of it, you know? And, uh, and I was part of it. And I couldn't believe that why are 97 to 99% of artists uh, existing on the poverty line mm. in the world? It's not like in America, they're rich and everywhere else. No, they're everywhere. I have a lot of friends of mine that live in cars. Mm -hmm. And uh, and I said, why is that when when uh, creativity and art has so much power? Because we and and this is how I come to be because we're focusing on the product, which you know as an architect, we're focusing on a product. How many how many buildings can you build? You know, mm -hmm. I mean, there's one Frank Gehry or something, but there's not yeah, how many things you can create uh, when people actually don't see the value in an architect. I mean, they see, they want, you know, something systemically relevant. So you have to make yourself as a creative systemically relevant, like Gary, and then everybody wants you because yeah. you're, but not because of your form and shaping and not because people feel better in, in your, uh, in your environment, but because you have the, the, the brand name mm -hmm. and system work on brands and brands, financial, uh, all systems are based on financial principles, which are which are outdated, because they create disharmony. You know, they 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 create uh, imbalance. They're not they're not contributing to the human potential to raise the human potential. They're actually holding it like it is to just support the support the the, the life of systems. Got it. And I think I think it's all we are creative. We are collaborative. We're creative, collaborative animals, creator animals of nature. That's why we are self-aware. I uh, got it. Got it. What do you, so, you know, a lot of people are intimidated by art, just like the common folk are, I mean, people who mm -hmm. are, who don't have any art background, even if they're uneducated or educated about it. I mean, you, you're self-taught, right? A lot of, a lot of artists mm -hmm. are, a lot of the best artists are actually self-taught. I mean, mm -hmm. so, uh, but when, when people when I, I would say people that are not in that category, when they go to an art museum, you know, they're just intimidated by the idea of even mm -hmm. like, like, what am I going to do? Just stare around and look at this. Mm -hmm. So wh why do you think what I, I don't, I'm not sure incompetent is the word I would use for that. You know, why do we feel incompetent, incompetent to talk about art? Why do oh, we feel, I, I would say intimidated. Why do you think people, you know, if, if you're, if you were to buy into my language here, why do you think people, I, I think it's an intimidation thing. Oh, I totally know it. I thought because systemically, it's systemically because you don't see art as a human-centric expression of a conversation. When you create, when I create a painting, let's say I'm, I'm putting green on, mm -hmm. and I say, I feel green, and I feel that. So how do I feel it? My inspiration says green. And it can't be a pale green. It has to be a forest green. And the forest green is too dark. I need to lighten it so it become a Kelly green. And then I say, okay, what else? Uh, oh, Red would be a real bright red. So I have to get the shades. So I have a conversation with 
to bring that whatever I create into the physical. Because I'm not just saying red requires green, requires yellow. I'm just having a conversation what resonates with me because I'm part of that bringing it in into the physical. The product is a, 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 a symptom of that conversation. And the clearer that conversation is, the more you recognize yourself in that process and something make, brings you to tears because you resonate with the almighty truth. Okay, but why do you think that? In, so what you just said sounds perfectly intimidating to me. If, if I'm a regular person listening to this show with no art background, trained or untrained, what you the way you just described it is what I would describe as the intimidating part. To, to, okay, delight, so, to delight folk. Super, 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 super. Because I never think, I thought, you understand it, but you're not intimidated. I hope you're barely, not intimidated. Barely, barely, barely. Just barely. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because you are system relevant. I'm not system relevant. Yeah. So so in the system, first of all, so when, when I was 30, I wasn't, I was intimidated to be an artist. I know a lot of, lot of, lot of all artists all around the world, they're very famous and they, they feel uncomfortable saying they're an artist because the mm. word art is a systemic word but in the human in the human to to explain it through language art is creativity without a purpose so the you know when just i, I always go to gary because look at his his buildings that's not a purpose building that is the aesthetic overpowers the purpose and obviously has to bring the purpose in. So it, art is different from creativity. Creativity is I'm going to create a better iPhone. I create a better, better uh, sneaker. Art is I'm creating, uh, I have no purpose for it. And in that conversation, systemically, that doesn't make sense. Systemically, it has to be built on a history that is recognized. So for me, I say, Art education is totally antiquated because the art, what you learn in art school is established systemic art. And everybody's intimidated. If you come to me and say, Michael, I want to talk to you about statics. I'm saying, I'm like you, I'm intimidated. I have yeah. no clue. I haven't learned it. And that's a normal thing. But with art, because it's not even systemic because static is nature made understandable make natural gravity and all this stuff made tangible so we can work with it that's why we are self-aware that's why we are creators animals that's why we have to know this that's why we have this conversation because we are self-aware said listen i'm intimidated you know when this happens yeah. and we become we grow in that process you grow and i yeah go ahead yeah, I wonder if it's a language issue. So what what I mean by that is, I, I, like, I feel I feel as if uh, it's as simple as one one of the I think the breakthroughs I had when I was getting into art, even in college, and just trying to uh, you know I took a few earlier art classes and stuff like that. But being able to, for instance, take take girls on a date to an art museum, but yeah. that's a big deal. Uh, they they love that stuff. It's the greatest deal. It's the greatest deal that you I, can get. I yeah, I have a literal formulaic uh date that i used to take yeah. ladies on at the denver art museum uh from yeah. daniel liebskin's work 
but basically, I, I think the, the question is, the question is, and this is, I would always turn to the dates and I would say, so this is an advice for any young man or any woman, actually, doesn't matter, person. Uh, if, if you're intimidated by the art, like if you're intimidated by going to the museum, I think the, the one question all you got to do is ask yourself when you're looking at these paintings or whatever the art is, is how does this make you feel, right? Because it's tapping into how you feel. And then you just talk about it. Well, if I'm looking at a Clifford Still painting, for instance, and it's, it's one of those giant paintings that's all black and it has one streak of like orange on it. I took my kids two weekends ago over to Clifford Still here in Denver. And that's exactly the experience I gave them as I go, I was like, okay, here, guys, how does this make you feel? And like, if then there's different moods per painting and everything. Mm -hmm. it, it's really that simple as you're, as you're connecting to it. Am I way off base here? What do you, what do you think about that? No, you're 100% right. Because what you said just now is we are 8 billion people. Mm -hmm. And eight, we have senses. You know, we have our five sense and the sixth sense is our, how we resonate with each other. Yeah. And when you see something, use your senses to see. And we have one language that goes for 8 billion people. Because if you and I start singing right now, every 8 billion people will understand it, unless they're deaf. Mm -hmm. But they will understand. If you and I make a, a drawing, the whole world will understand it. So we have a language that we systemize and saying, yeah, it has to be Asian art. It has to be oh. mid-century or whatever. It is systemized. The word art is systemized, even though it's not, it's it's very, if you have no purpose, you make art. That's the, the essential thing in any uh, tribal uh, indigenous thing. You make art because it's pretty, it makes us feel, it, you know, it has no purpose other than being an extension that makes you feel. Because I can love your stuff, which is an extension, or I don't understand it, but it still makes me feel. You know, it still makes me feel it doesn't re fall into my preconceived notion what it should be, but it still makes me feel. Yeah. When you, and you did absolutely right. You did absolutely right with when, your kids. Absolutely when, right. when you, when you are systematic, when you use the word systematic, then I would like to just make, I'm sure I unpack that yeah. correctly then. Cause I think, I think, I think now it's clicking for me when you use that word. Yeah. Are you using it in the sense of like, for instance, Art is just art is art. Art is art is an extension yeah. and expression of ourselves. Our architecture falls into that yeah. realm. Anything yeah. creative, music, whatever. And then humans, we have this like innate problem with ourselves. Like we have to categorize things. Is that is it category? Is it is the is that what you it's, mean by the systemization? Like it's yeah. all categorized? No, no. The category, yeah, it is. And 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 it isn't the categorization. The categorization is become to become self-aware. The categorization is that I can, because I'm a creative animal like you, mm -hmm. and I'm also a collaborative animal. And because you need both, creating and collaborating. And we are herd animal, we know that. So to make sense out of what we are able to create, we have to be self-aware that you, for example, says, listen, I want to make sure, because language is a system and it's too limited. Everything humans created is a system religion politics uh you know language everything and art is a is a higher realm because you can understand it everywhere mm. uh and and but our senses are even better than art because i have done 300 300 uh interviews all over the world and i plug in like you plug into me mm -hmm. and we are not conscious of that see that the awareness that that podcast helped why podcasts are so powerful and we hit 
actually uh, a higher uh, number in America than Netflix. So more people listening because they want a human yeah. conversation that they can relate to with their five senses, not a systemic condensed conversation that is uh, created by a team of 50 uh, with the intent to, to hook you, to sell you, to do you. That's humans are so hungry right now because all the systems are breaking down because they're outdated. They don't need to. I'm not an anti-system. We just need to be aware so we can update them, renew them, and make them human-centric, which they should be by, by design, by function, we, why we're creating systems so that it helps humanity, not that humans have to submit to systems to make them uh, survive. Right. Yeah. And a lot of it's, you know, just the, the fiat currency and the central banking system. All this That's stuff. A, all, everything. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I, I get where you're going with that. Yeah. So it's then I'm curious because uh, how you would answer this one is that, like, Okay, so you talked about globalization a little bit. You didn't use that word, but yeah, that's essentially yeah, what you yeah. were getting at is like, okay, now we're all connected to the internet. Now we're in like, now we're all connected to this system and, and the way it operates and everything. And then mm -hmm. you're, you're also recognizing that the systems are breaking down. Um, and, and I think with, by that, you probably mean that, um, you know, we've never been like a more highly polarized politically in the United States mm -hmm. than we are. Yeah. As a matter of fact, the world, I mean, you can yeah. see these systems just want to kind of start to fall apart. I'm with you there. What do you think will emerge then, especially with AI? Like, I don't know if I'm throwing too much at you, but like, it no, feels like something, so... it feels like we're in a cocoon and something's going to emerge, doesn't it? Yeah. And the thing is, uh, AI is the same thing that, and we have to understand, comprehend creativity through that. You know, we have to comprehend what happened. You remember when we got uh, computers, when we got cell phones. Yeah. With our output is now eight times as much as before per mm -hmm. one person. So the computer didn't give us more time or money because I don't have eight times more money since the computer or five times, the, you know, or, or three times as much before, yeah. you know, since the computer. You don't either. I have not met anybody that has made that, unless they used them very creatively, the computer, the system, like Elon, uh, you know, and, and Jeff, a master chess players in a monopoly game yeah but in general to use as a, on a human level we became better uh worker bees and ai is going to make us the best worker bees for systems but it is not about systems that they are in a state like they are and it's just throw technology in them and make them more efficient it's about lifting the human potential 60% of Americans live paycheck by paycheck. That's not lifting the human potential. I'm not saying you should be rich, but if you have to worry, you, you can be really creative if you're constantly worried. Here and then, uh, you know, amb ambiguity is a little, is good, but to, 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 uh, you know, to be constantly in ambiguity and stress and dis-ease to appease what isn't you, your job, you know, uh, I have to, I have to, you know, big luck after 50 to realize what life is about. And, and by separating human centric versus systems relevant, I got that wisdom. I didn't do more meditation. I don't have more money and nothing mm -hmm. from one, literally from one month to the other, I become happier to wake up, happier to go to sleep, have ambiguity, handle it. I don't, I don't, I'm not stressed. Whatever happens, happens. If I have no money tomorrow, that's fine. 
something I will have enough uh, knowledge that, that that I know how to handle it. The same way you said, I you're so nice. You know, you say, can I throw this question? I said, you can cross any question at me. There's nothing off the table because I'm I'm not afraid of 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 embarrassing myself. I just said, you know, I, I'm not good at static. Yeah. You know. Well, okay. So you keep one of the things you also keep bringing up too is that uh, you're recognizing poverty in a couple of different levels. Okay, ninety five percent of artists yeah. are in poverty. Uh, sixty five percent of Americans, I think you just said something about like yeah. are near 60, poverty. Yeah. Paycheck, paycheck. Yeah. paycheck to paycheck. Yep, and you're absolutely right about that. And so, we, you know, I, I mentioned the the banking system, the central banking system, which yeah. basically controls our lives because they just have us in the yeah. seesaw of interest rates, and then they flood yeah. the money, flood the market with a bunch of cash, and then people feel like they're rich, and then they and they restrict the yeah. cash, and then we're poor again. And it's just this huge yeah. seesaw back and forth. So it's so I'm curious. Like, it sounds like I think we're headed towards sort of post capitalism. In in the in the not even in the like real sense of capitalism where it's a free market, I would say it's like post cronyism because there's so much cronyism in the world yeah. with governments and big business getting in yeah. bed together and basically just kind of being a you know a big shoe, a metaphorical shoe on our on our back or a boot rather. What what do you see the future as? Like what would that system? I know we're gonna we have we have, we'll have some kind of system like we talked about. Like like there's no way around yeah. this. What do you think the post-cronyism, post-capitalism system looks like to where we can really make the human spirit flourish? It's getting clearer and clearer for us in awareness. If we are conscious, it's a different thing. But in our awareness, it's clear, clearer that the beggar and the billionaire have one major problem, the lack of money. Both. 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 Because the billionaire wants to keep it. That's a lack. If you want, want is lack. So if you want something, you basically saying, I have a lack. And so you want money and the beggar wants money. And when humanity striving force is money, you know, that, that they have a lack of money because the financial system, as I said, is outdated because it continuously creates a lack of us. That's why we all feel not good enough. That's why we all feel we can't do this. Or that's it's too much. Oh, I, I want I want children. Oh, I can't I can't have any. And if I can have one, that's completely against nature. That is completely nature. If I don't know that I can raise a human being and I don't have and it's dependent on money, that that's a major against nature. That mm -hmm. is, it's, it's our nature. We are part of nature. See, the, the, the thing is, there's nature, which we are part of. There is uh, um, uh, humans that we're in the middle, and we are creator collaborative animals, like I said. So we can create a habitat, which over generations we inhabit. We're not hanging out on the savannah in a tent. We're hanging out in New York, mm -hmm. in Singapore, you know, in Hong Kong. We live in the systems that we created. We are the gods of systems. And in that, our misconception is, oh, we can be gods of nature too. We can just screw around. I mean, we can just have an, a thing that we don't have, uh, 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 you know, kids in, in, in China. Uh, we, we just have one kid. And then what is valuable, more systemically relevant? A, a male. Yeah. So now there's 40 million uh, males running around having no woman. Yeah. 
and they're coming in into America and all over the world, not because for work. They have enough work in China. Yeah. They come in for a woman. Mm-hmm. And nature overrides it. You have no chance to fight nature, which we saw in COVID. You push, you push habitats together, the everybody wants to survive. And the viruses are the first ones. I want to survive. I jump onto a human. Yeah. I all I, I alter and, and jump on things. We adapt. And we adapt. The fact that we came to this place is the downfall that we're not uh, realizing adaptation. It's a superpower. We can adapt to anything. Look, look at North Korea. We adapt to it. And then North Korea, I mean, I'm just saying this as a thing. Now they can't even hold the people from killing themselves. Because they have tried systemically to get what they want from their own fear of irrelevance. You know, from their own fear. Every millionaire, all the, the, the financial thing is a lack that they themselves feel that the, 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 the bank, that we, we feel themselves, it's all based on the lack. Because even if you hit the first, the first, we, what we chase is fulfillment, basically. Yeah, yeah. We hit the first quarter. What do we, when, when you hit the first quarter, I think a short time of fulfillment, you did it, reaffirms your worthiness. And the next day you have to start for the second quarter. So you can't get out of lack for being fulfilled and positive. And that lack drives everything. In the, but in nature, we have total abundance. Yep. That doesn't mean you will live in a, in the five-star hotel. That doesn't mean uh, you have always the best food. That doesn't mean you can't get killed. But it is a harmony. Everybody, when, when two wolves fight each other, they sense each other and sense the dominance. And so, sorry, I thought I'm going to can uh, hit you, uh, kill you, Lance, or I can establish myself. Mm-hmm. And then I see, oh, you're stronger. And I give up. I'm not going to fight to the death with you. I, I, a lion doesn't kill all the all the gazelles in the, in the savannah uh, that he has the next two years have has safety and feels he has something to eat. He doesn't know what he has to eat tomorrow, but he knows somehow he finds it. Yeah. We have no trust. And then system sells us the trust. So with the lack comes the trust because we're all in an anxiety mode. And the only thing is our awareness and creativity that can get us, because we are the gods of system. The creatives can change the systems to make them human-centric, where it's about what the system was built in the first place. And that's why creativity, I say creativity is the first superpower, human dialogue, what we have right now, basically on living and everybody that listens to this episode, you know, that's the second one. Uh, because we both grow by you asking me question or be quiet. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. We both grow. And the third is adaptability, adaptability because you and I can adapt to each other that we can have that conversation. Yeah. What would you say to somebody who thinks they aren't creative and they're listening to this? Because I hear that a lot. People are go, I'm not creative. And I just don't buy it. I think everybody. I know. I know. I know. No, it's a human superpower uh, because I said, how do you fix the table setting? Your grandfather, grandmother fixes table setting like this. Your, 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 your aunt does it like this. Your wife does it like this. Your child does it like that. Mm-hmm. You're constantly making creative choices. Always. Yeah. 
Uh, we're running up on the half hour here, Michael, and uh, this has been a very interesting conversation. I think you're a very unique guest. That's exactly why I had you on. I've got two questions that I ask every guest at the end here. First one is knowing what you know now, and if you go back in time to when you first started doing what you do now, what is one piece of advice you give yourself? That I give everyone awareness. If if you're uh, you are alive, you are you exist in nature. You exist. And your existence is proof of your worthiness. Beautiful. That, that that's what I and see system and, and human relevant. And we can do this anytime, Lance, if you want to do it, dive deeper in something. Yeah. Yeah. This has been great, Michael. I really appreciate your time. And I do feel like we just kind of scratched the surface with everything. Yeah. Um, this is a lot <laughs> deep. There's a lot deeper than I thought we were going to go today in terms of just uh, some societal issues to talk about. So if people want to follow up with you, find you, follow you, keep up with everything you're doing, I know you have a podcast, where can people find and follow you? I only have a 30-second podcast because I'm so neurodiverse. It would, uh, you know, and you and there's people like you that do a much better job than me. I know my weakness. That's yeah. why I can lead. Yeah. So uh, anyway, yeah, uh, go to michaelm.com, michael with two L's, m.com, michaelm.com, and there's everything. You can connect LinkedIn, uh, social media, my paintings my music my books everything is on my, my podcast uh, guest appearances all everything is up there beautiful michael thanks so much we wish you nothing but the best and uh hopefully more success in the art world thank you